When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey player. I idolized Dominic Kaczyk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaczyk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as the team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry, I'll hang up and listen, I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Welcome, everybody, to I'll Hang Up and Listen. I am Dwayne the host of Two Goalies, One Mike. Uh, Sabres with a huge, huge win tonight uh, against Vancouver in Vancouver during Sabres after dark, 10 p.m. start Eastern Standard Time, 3-2 to two in overtime. Had to keep everybody up just a little bit later, but uh, it was worth the finish. Uh, Rasmus Dahlin with an absolute highlight reel goal to end the game. Um, I won't. I won't lie. Uh, there are bits and parts. You know, I had a, a hockey game myself tonight, so I was a little gassed. Uh, I fell asleep for maybe like a half a period tonight, but caught the most important parts uh, definitely there at the end. Uh, seeing Darlene, uh really put this team on his back, as I tweeted out earlier, and uh, you know lead this team to victory. And you know, let's just talk about him for a second before we get into the particulars of the game. Rasmus Dahlin has really started to emerge as the player we all expected him to be when we drafted him first overall. You you literally saw him take over a game tonight and put his skill sets on full display. Um, and it's wild because not even, you know, two months ago, there were people in Sabres land that wanted him gone, that wanted him traded, that couldn't stand him. And I'm, I'm an avid, I've always been an avid Rasmus Dahlin defender that, I've always thought he was special. He's a great talent and, uh, you know, not a guy that you should just want to rush and think that he should be Nick Lindstrom right away. It's, you know, that's not how it goes, especially with defensemen. They just take longer to develop, especially on a team where, you know, you're, you're not really built to win right now. You're built to, you're built to compete. Yeah, maybe, but you weren't built to win. You have a lot of guys making the league minimum, uh, on this team and, you know, how can you judge players that you expect to be a part of your future solely like on when you're on a team that's again, not built to be a playoff team, not built to, um, sustain long-term success. You're really, the season was about individual development. And again, we've seen, especially since the all-star break, you know, Rasmus Dahlin play with a type of swagger that we haven't seen in Buffalo for a very long time. And, you know, we saw, you know, bits and pieces of it with 
with Jack Eichel. I mean, I hate, I know people don't want to talk about him, but you know, that's a guy who played with a ton of swagger in Buffalo, a guy who played with confidence and a guy who could literally take over games. Well, we're seeing, starting to see that from Rasmus Dahlin and it's super, super exciting. Uh, you know, and some of the things he had to say in the post game too, were also very exciting spoken like a true leader on this hockey team. And, um, you know, one of the things after Kate, you know, we saw Casey Mills that uh, get, get Buffalo on the board first night during the post game. Casey even said, and that was a guy who really also needed to get on the board too, is Casey. Uh, you know, you, you see a smile in the, in the post game and after the, after he scores the goal, you know, he's a guy that you expect a lot more from, hasn't been able to be, stay healthy this year, dealing with so many injuries and to really seem open scoring the way he did cut up the middle, split the D and score a goal, uh, you know, pretty much one-on-one with Thatcher Demko wasn't a breakaway, but you know, he just picked the spot and scored on a beautiful, uh, beautiful wrist shot and uh, to put Buffalo up one, nothing pretty early in this game, you know, a guy who definitely needed, needed that. He definitely, definitely needed that to get himself going. Uh, and he, you know, this is Casey Middlestat in the, in the post game um, uh, on Rasmus Dahlin. He's one of my best friends and I'm extremely happy for him. Uh, you know, it was on his goal and over on Dalian's goal in overtime. And my opinion is this team has finally been, they're bought in together. You know, they're a family and they're playing for one another. And like soon enough, they'll be playing for us too. Every single night, they'll be playing for the people who pay their hard, you know, pay their hard earned money for the cost of a ticket to come watch them play. And that's really what we wanted for such a long time here in Buffalo is a team that's going to play for us and know how much this means to a team that knows how much this means to us. And because they know how much this means to us, they're going to go out there and exert everything on the ice to win for us. And that's what we've wanted in Buffalo for such a long time. Have a comment here from Kyle cool. What a game. Absolutely love this team right now. The effort alone is something we uh, haven't seen in years. Actually, I'm bringing it up right now. Sorry. What a game. Absolutely love this team right now. The The effort alone is something we haven't seen in years. These guys want to play together and for the city, and it's just so amazing to see. Couldn't agree with you more, Kyle. And again, guys, you know, if you want to join in the conversation, just subscribe to our YouTube, Two Goalies, One Mike on YouTube. You know, hit that subscribe button. You can join in the conversation and leave comments there. Uh, you know, I appreciate them. Hit a like. Make sure you hit the like on this video. Uh, leave a comment just like Kyle just did, and, you know, let me know what you guys think. Uh, always appreciate the support, and obviously it helps us in the long run too. But yeah, I, I can't I can't explain how excited I am. It's it's refreshing to see a team play for one another and play, you know, for this fan base and uh, the smiles and the celebration. It's you know, it's not just coming from one player anymore or maybe one or two players. It's coming from everybody. You see, you know, you've seen this reemergence of guys like Kyle Ocposo, who's finally healthy and playing to the best of his abilities and really taking on a leadership role on this team. And, you know, is finally, you know, worth, in my opinion, that six and a half million dollar contract. And he shows it every night there on the ice, you know, maybe not every night on the score sheet, but in so many other areas and not to mention off the ice in the locker room, you know, you know, helping build this culture that we've lacked in Buffalo such for such a very, very, very long time. Uh, one of the things that Darlene said in his post game too, that really stood out to me is we're protecting each other. We're not backing down anymore. We love to compete. We never give up. And that was, uh, on competing in tight games over and over again and coming out on top. You know, that sounds like a really, tr a leader to me. 
when, when you hear Darlene say something like that, you know, um, you know, you, it's um, again, not things that we've heard from individual players on this team in a long time. And even when they're losing as of late, you know, granted, you know, you take away that, that six to one loss against Ottawa, or I'm sorry, not Ottawa, um, Edmonton. And, you know, where they were on the high, highest of highs leading into that, you know, sometimes the, the old saying is you don't ever want to get too high. You never want to get too low. They got smacked. Sure. But, you know, to come back over the next two games, a one, nothing win where they ground, uh, you know, they grinded out a win against Calgary, uh, one, nothing or Dustin Tikarski played on his head. And then tonight against the Canucks where you get the three, two victory in overtime and just, you know, they come right back out after losing a tough one against Edmonton six to one, where you, again, you got dominated and to, to play this way uh, it really speaks to the culture that's being built in Buffalo by Don Granado, um, Rasmus Dahlin, Alex Tuck, uh, Dylan Cousins. Uh, you know, I, I love, I just love hearing these players talk about each other and, and they smile and they're just, you could just tell there's a tight knit family there. And um, again, something that this team has lacked for a very, very long time, just to go over scoring, in this game too, uh, real quick, uh, Darlene with a goal and assist, a multi-point night. Same thing with Casey Middles, that goal and assist, a multi-point night. Colin Miller had a nice assist. I believe it was on the, uh, on the middle stack goal. Obviously a guy we kind of look at to possibly be on the trade block, uh, before the 3 PM trade deadline tomorrow. Um, so we'll see, uh, with, uh, with, with Colin Miller, I think the right-handed shot defense will probably be dealt. Uh, Victor Olsen uh, had himself a decent game with an assist tonight. Another guy being rumored to uh, possibly be on the trade block. I tweeted out earlier today. I have a feeling. Uh, so it's just a hunch. It's not a feeling. It's not like I, I'm not hearing anything. This isn't like somebody in, me trying to be an insider. I just have a feeling that maybe that uh, Victor Olsen will be dealt tomorrow um, because, again, I just don't see him being part of the long-term solution in Buffalo. Um, he's a very perimeter shooter, uh, power play specialist guy. And outside of that, he doesn't give you a, any more type of any other dynamic to your game uh, you know, for the Sabres and, uh, or any type of different dimension to your game. Uh, you know, he's again, he's a guy who shoots on the perimeter. You know, if he, if he went to the net uh, and kind of tried to score goals, maybe the way that you see a Jeff Skinner uh, does, uh, Maybe I feel a little bit different, but he doesn't really do that. Maybe if he getting bought in to do that more often, you know, I would feel differently. But, you know, that's not the type of player Victor Olsen is, which is fine. I just don't see that being part of the long-term solution in Buffalo. So him with the assist tonight, you know, good for him. But I got a feeling that maybe he could be dealt tomorrow. Uh, again, again, I'm not hearing anything. It's just a feeling. Um, Jeff Skinner getting a goal. Uh, nice to see him get back in the score sheet first time in seven games. Uh, Tage Thompson with an assist, uh, and then Alex Tuck with a primary assist on the uh, Rasmus Dahlin overtime winner, and then Craig Anderson with uh, 30 saves on 32 shots. Another great game from Craig. Uh, guy is really, uh, you know, people tend to say that, well, is Craig going to get dealt, dealt tomorrow? You know, is he a guy that, you know, we're going to ship off to a team that might need a goaltender? I don't know. Um, I've been a pretty big advocate of wanting to keep Craig. Uh, but I mean, I'll never say no in a situation as to which Buffalo's in, um, where you're trying to get as many assets as you can to further this rebuild. And maybe Craig Anderson is part of that. 
but I'm starting to think that maybe what his presence in that locker room adds um, adds it maybe benefits more than what he would get back in a trade, depending on what the trade return would be. Um, I just I value that guy in this locker room. I really, really, really do. Uh, but again, maybe a team's willing to pay a, a, you know, overpay for a goaltender of his capability. I don't know, but he's played so well for this team uh, this season. Uh, yeah, he's had a few games here and there where you know maybe he he he, he, he didn't cost you the game, but you uh, he maybe gave up a couple weak goals. But you know, judging this team on paper, if you're going to tell me that you'd have a goalie like Craig who could have possibly a winning record and you know a, a decent goals against, uh, pretty much is what he what he's given Buffalo all year. I would told you you're crazy at 40 years old. Uh, not possible, but Craig has played so well for this team. So we'll see what happens with him tomorrow. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I again, I'm not for trading Craig Anderson unless you know the the, the return is absolutely outrageous. Uh, score getting on the score sheet for the Canucks, JT Miller, a guy whose name has been mentioned quite a bit in trade talks uh, in the in the weeks leading up to this deadline tomorrow. Uh, goal and assist, uh, Connor Garland with an assist. Bo Horvat, uh, captain, a guy whose name has always kind of been out there, you know, as a guy they might want to move on from their captain with a goal. Quinn Hughes with an assist. Luke Shen, who we've heard a lot in trade rumors too, a big, big defenseman, uh, veteran defenseman uh, to making league minimum, uh, a guy I could possibly see uh, maybe getting dealt uh, with an assist to tonight too. So, And then I have the Thatcher Demko uh, with 26 saves and 29 shots against. Uh, gets the loss tonight uh, against Buffalo. Um, another comment from Taylor uh, Cousins. Overall, was a great game. Absolutely, Taylor or, or Tyler. Sorry, not Tyler. Not Taylor. Tyler. Um, absolutely, was a great game. Um, you know, start to finish, this team battled. Um, there were a few moments where they were on their heels a little bit, but they never really lost their composure. They get the early lead. Uh, Vancouver comes back, ties it up. Um, and then, you know, Skinner goes and gets the, uh, the second goal, puts Buffalo back up, back up out in front. And then they come back and tie it. Never really, you never really felt like watching that, that Buffalo was in danger of losing that game. And, you know, Craig Anderson came up huge quite a few times to, uh, bail Buffalo out when they did have a few, uh, lapses in their own end and, uh, kept them right in it. And then obviously, uh, you can just see it with Darlene, uh, as, as this game went on that he was going to do something. And then obviously with all the extra space and overtime, he, uh, he got that puck uh, and he like literally, there were two different sequences where Darlene, you know, had the puck and uh, you felt that you, you felt that he was going to score or lead to the eventual, do something that would lead to the game winning goal. And he got the puck at the blue line. He brought it back into his own zone, brought it wrapped around behind his own net and then just went end to end. Um, again, with all that open ice, dropped it off the tuck, tuck, you know, went in deep behind the net, uh, set the pass up to, uh, Darlene and then Darlene found some open ice up in the middle and didn't miss went five hole. Uh, and, uh, the rest, you know, is history, I guess. And, uh, I love the celebration too, the excitement, you know, you don't see that type of excitement, maybe a lot, especially on a team that's not going to be in the, in the postseason just the way he celebrated and just the emotions that this team has shown for each other in such a very, I don't want to call this a disappointing season because we all knew what this was uh, going in. You know, this is going to be a season about really 
develop developing individual players uh, tonight being another example with Darlene. Um, but um, to see them celebrate the way they are and then talk to talk about each other in the post game, I think that right there is, you know, speaks to the development of this team uh, throughout the course of the season in a season that's been just kind of overshadowed by a lot of negative headlines, you know, between Sam Reinhart leaving, Jack Eichel leaving, and, you know, all these other names, uh, kind of like this, these, again, these headlines that have kind of negatively overshadowed this season and maybe some of the high moments like tonight, but, you know, I really feel that like, you know, especially after that, you know, you finally got to that March 10th game against Jack Eichel, the Golden Knights, you, you went and you won that game and you've really left that guy in your rear view mirror and you're moving on. So, um, you know, nothing about positive things going forward um, and building off the momentum of those two wins against, again, uh, I keep going back to those. I think those are really franchise altering wins, the Vegas golden Knights win. And then the heritage classic win against the Leafs where you saw this team really dominate the, the Toronto Maple Leafs in the outdoor game and the way that game finished with everybody, you know, the Dylan cousins, Michael bunting thing after the Dylan cousins hit on Matthews and, just uh, Matthews, uh, you know, or Bunting going after Cousins and Cousins, you know, sticking up for himself and his teammates. I think uh, he, I want to say he was even sticking up for Miami Run on the count. I think he was sticking up for Darlene, uh, something that happened earlier in the game. I, I can't quite remember. It is like 146 in the morning, so my memory is a little shot. Uh, happy, happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody, too, out there. Uh, you know, it's a little late. Uh, late, late to that one, but happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody. But, uh, you know, it was Cousins uh, going head to head with Bunting, uh, having to be separated. And you see Dylan Cousins waiting off the ice because he wasn't going to the locker room. He was going to celebrate with his team. It was, it was pretty cool. Uh, it reminded me a lot of like travel hockey or just, you know, you know, you know, uh, travel hockey or junior hockey. You see guys when they get kicked out of a game or, you know, instead of going to the room, they sit out, sit out, sit on the boards and wait for their team and watch from outside the, uh, outside the rink. Uh, you know, that's kind of reminiscent of that. And it was really cool to see. And I think those two wins are very franchise altering wins and you've seen it in the game since uh, absolutely just been fun to watch. Um, but, you know, with that being said, again, it's, Getting a little late here. Well, again, 147 in the morning. Um, I appreciate you guys hopping on with me. Uh, Sabres next game, uh, as I see here. One second. They're still six in, by the way, still six in the Atlantic. Um, they currently sit uh, five points. I'm not sure if this is updated or not, but either five or three points behind the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, if the, unless if this hasn't been updated yet, that means they're 23, 33 and eight or they're 22, 33 and eight uh, after tonight's win. I'm not sure if this has been updated yet or not. Again, um, sometimes it takes them a little bit to uh, update things on Google and NHL.com and whatnot. But uh, their games next game after tonight uh is against the penguins they'll be home on wednesday at 7 30 so that'd be an exciting game bringing in sydney crosby after the trade deadline see what that team looks like after the trade deadline see what we're gonna look like after the trade deadline who's who's gonna be gone is bjork gone is is colin miller gone is cody eakin gone a guy who's really uh played well for the buffalo sabers this year one of their best their best face-off guy uh an important penalty killer then you see the guy let's get those guys get traded, and I think maybe the return might surprise us a little bit. We'll see. 
Um, I think he has value, especially in a bottom six role on a winning hockey team. But again, we'll see. Uh, a couple more comments here from uh, Rakeen Davis. Uh, hope they keep that same energy next season. And finally, go to the Sabres. Not the Sabres, I mean the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, man, I, I agree, uh, Rakeen, absolutely. Always appreciate your support. You're always constantly in the chat here, whether it be on Facebook or YouTube. Really do appreciate it. And then uh, Taylor Connors, uh, or Cousins, sorry, Taylor, uh, Tyler Cousins. Uh, players like Tage, though, have had amazing seasons, and Power will be coming up, will be nice. Absolutely, uh, Owen Power is on his way. They did just win the Big Ten Championship. Uh, on their, he's on his way here, man. As soon as that, I, I think, as soon as that NCAA tournament is over with, and a national champion is crowned, if if Michigan uh, wins, he is on his way to Buffalo. He will sign in almost no time. So uh, that's exciting. Uh, I know Buffalo is, you know, there's rumors that they're actively trying to find who he will play with next season as his defense partner. Uh, we'll see if that move comes uh, before 3 p.m. tomorrow or today, technically. Or uh, if that move might come at the draft, I don't know. I, I really don't think they're going to use all three of their first-round draft picks. I think they're going to flip one of those into a player that's going to play next season, possibly on the blue line with uh, with um, defenseman Owen Power, for first overall pick in the uh, last NHL draft. So with that being said, guys, I'll hang up and listen. Uh, this is brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case over on Georgia Boulevard. Make sure you get over there on your game day or game night needs and buy yourself a beverage. Tell them two goalies, one Mike from uh, Trainwreck Sports sent you. Uh, you know, tell them we all said hi. And uh, remember, if you if you enjoyed this, find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Make sure you hit that uh, subscribe button. Show us some love with a five-star rating. Uh, find us on YouTube. Just search out two goalies, one Mike. You'll always be updated whenever we go live with videos like these or our episodes of our podcast uh keep an eye out tomorrow we're going to be going uh we're going to go live with uh, some trade deadline stuff uh some special guests are going to be on with us uh tomorrow should be a lot of fun and um you know again i appreciate the support get on youtube hit that subscribe button like leave a comment it does help us quite a bit uh you know get noticed out there so all the support from you guys, it really does help a lot, and I appreciate it. I really do from deep down the bottom of my heart. I appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the rest of your night. Get to bed. Uh, I'm sure everybody's going to work tomorrow. I, I, I unfortunately do not, but uh, I'll hang up and listen, and let's go Sabres. Hey, everybody. This is Dwayne from Two Goalies on Mike, a show where we give you a behind-the-mask coverage of the greatest sport on earth, whether it be happening right here in Buffalo or around the hockey world. Now, you might be thinking, hey, Dwayne, why would I want to hear what you two idiots have to say about hockey? Well, first of all, rude. Second of all, we bring in coaches, players, analysts from your favorite programs from ESPN to Sportsnet to TSN. We're always on it. If you're a Sabres fan or just a hockey fan, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can check us out at trainwrecksports.com or the Dean Blundell Podcasting Network. Thank you for your support, guys, and I'll hang up and listen. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. 
do did will the story of people podcast is now available on the crier media network the first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories ready tara sloan from the san jose sharks undercurrent podcast at nbc sports Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.